0: Hi, everyone. My name is Natalie Ledwell, and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show, I have a very special guest who I met only about a month ago at a Transformational Leader Council meeting, Uh, and she's going to be talking with us today about uh, a new book that she has coming out called Belong, and uh, also about how to build community and connection in a world that seems to be more disconnected than ever before. Uh, So before I introduce my special guest, I just want to remind you that once the show is finished, don't forget to click the link below this video so you can download the free ebook version of my best-selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So please in- let me introduce my special guest, Rada Agrawal. How are you, Rada?
1: <laughs> I'm so great, Natalie. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: It's wonderful to see you here. Um, I was very uh, taken um, and captivated by your presentation at TLC, which is you know why, why I've invited you to be on the show. Um, And your new book, like I said, Belong, is really all about how we can create connection and community. But before we get into talking about that, why don't we talk a little bit about your background uh, and your story and how you got to this point?
1: Absolutely. So, and I've been sort of building communities, architecting communities um, for my entire career. Um, And, you know, started out really social enterprises that I started with, with my sister and trying to solve different problems. So one of them was, um, I started an underwear company with my sister called Thinks to solve our menstruation issues um, to really help women manage their menstruation in their periods. Um, I started a children's nutrition education company called Super Sprouts um, to help um, mothers, teachers, parents really teach um, their kids the joys of eating their vegetables. And then most recently with Daybreaker, I realized that we are in a crisis of isolation. We're, we're really in a crisis of, of disconnection, and I really wanted to create a space where um, people could connect, people could self-express, can could meet each other um, without alcohol, without substances, and and truly find find community. Um, you know, for me, my story started at 30 years old, where I looked myself in the mirror and I realized, oh gosh, I don't belong. Um, and I realized that uh, I spent my 20s in sports bars, watching sports I didn't care about, drinking beer I didn't want to drink, and hanging out with people who didn't inspire me because I was radiating an energy that attracted all the wrong people. So when I turned 30, and by the way, this can happen at so many inflection points in our lives. When we go to college, we start a new job, when we move to a new city, um we can look ourselves in the mirror and realize oh my gosh i don't know where my people are or i'm having to start all over again and it's scary every single time so my so i wrote this book because i realized that we are pretty paralyzed you know people are, are going into themselves more and more and getting trapped inside themselves um, in depression and anxiety and isolation and i want to give people the tools to generously go out and give their energy um, and this book really provides the sort of very simple tools uh, um, that I, I did in my own personal life to go through projects that would then also um, breakers that have happened had it not been for my, my community. Uh, so yeah, so the book is, is, a step, is a step-by-step guide that gives you all of the, the tools for just how to do that in your personal life. And if you want to build a community at scale, a large-scale community, like we did with Daybreaker, you know, almost half a million people strong um this gives you the tools for how to do that too
0: yeah so let's talk about daybreaker uh because as an ex nightclub owner uh actually getting <laughs> up in the morning to <laughs> rather than staying out to the morning yes. uh, dancing is is a new concept so tell us a little bit about, about daybreaker and you know the purpose behind this it's not just a dance party in the morning right absolutely so actually i was also a nightclub owner
1: as well in new york city um and you know, as a 35 year old woman at the time, I was single, 35, you know, an entrepreneur building my businesses and having nowhere to go to let my hair down. Because I still love dancing. I still love sort of having a social space to go to. But, you know, I, at 35, I didn't want to deal with the bouncers, spilt drinks, you know, just belligerently drunk people trying to make out with you while you're just trying to dance and let go. Um, and it just was an unsafe environment and a very uninspiring environment for the most part, um, going out at night. And then of course, because you're going out at night, you're sometimes exhausted because you're having a full day of work or you might've gotten into a fight with your boyfriend or partner or boss or whatever it is. And so people are coming to nightlife with very very different energy levels. Whereas the morning, which is when we kind of the idea started was what if we did it in, in a time where our energy is all kind of the same. We all came from the same place, our beds. What if we replaced the mean bouncers you know, with, with, with a hugging committee, you know, what if we replaced the alcohol with green juice, coffee, and tea and did it in a time where, where we're most optimistic and joyful in the morning. And it was an experiment, you know, it was never meant to be more than just a social experiment. Um, it turns out, I mean, it just, we sold out and it exploded immediately. People just were like so taken by this idea that they could actually have fun without alcohol, without drugs, they could connect with each other meaningfully. They could dance to joyful music in a safe environment. Um, and, and now we're in 23 cities around the world with a community of half a million people. And we're not stopping anytime soon. And, and um, it's been incredible to see um, just how this movement has spread by word of mouth. No marketing, no investors, um, just through community members wanting to bring it to their city, to grow it to their cities. And it's grown exponentially that way.
0: Yeah. So what are the insights that you learned from running the Daybreaker parties that you actually applied here in the book?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I get emails all the time from community members asking, you know, sharing with me, I want to start a community. How did you build Daybreaker? And I'd have all these coffees and these teas and lunches with so many different community members. But I'd realize like, a one-hour lunch meeting was never enough to share all of our trade secrets So after the elections, I was like, maybe it's time I should share all of our secrets. So I was very um, driven by that experience and I wanted to really just share. Here's how you build intentional, thoughtful community Um, and So some of the insights that I share in the book is exactly how we built Daybreaker from zero to half a million people, how we think about designing human experiences, experience design, Um, how we sort of um, think about sort of our brain chemistry as we go to events or as we go to human experiences, like what are people actually experiencing in their, what what brain chemicals are they releasing that makes the experience meaningful and, and memorable and shareable? Um, so, so much of how we design human experiences requires a lot of intention and thought and all of that I put in the book.
0: Right. Absolutely. So, um, what do you see as the benefits of being able to create a community like this?
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, again, uh, here's, you know, three crazy stats for you. One in four Americans have zero friends to confide in. And this number has tripled in the last 30 years. Right. So the one benefit is to create an environment, where people can meet each other and connect. And I have thousands and thousands of, of messages, Instagram posts, social media letters from people community members sharing how they made their best friend, they found their lover, they found their business partner, they they found their tribe at Daybreaker. So step one is you can actually change people's lives dramatically, including your own. It changed my life in the most incredible ways. Um, the second thing is I came out with a study that shared that. Um, weak social ties, having poor connection, is has, as harmful to your physical health as being an alcoholic, and twice as harmful as obesity. And so, actually, having human-to-human connections and interactions is vital for our health and wellness. Um, so, we—that's a big core value at Daybreaker—is to provide health and wellness both to you know to ourselves and to to the world at large. Um, and lastly, it's it's this idea that. Um, you know, when we think of having fun right now in this country, there's a codependence between having fun, right? Having fun and drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. In order for me to have fun, I need to have a drink in my hand, right? And or I need to be hopped up on some new designer drug. And one of the things when you design human experiences that is that when you gather people, you're helping them release their natural highs, what I call your dose, your dopamine, your oxytocin, your serotonin and your endorphins in a natural way. Right. So lots of scientific benefits. Right.
0: <laughs> so, um, so who do you think will benefit most from reading Belong?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, anyone who's asking themselves, where the heck do I find my people? Right. I just moved to a new city. I just, I just got divorced. I just... Had a heartbreak. I just, you know, I just um, started school. I just built my first business and I don't know how to, you know, build a community on my first business. I'm a musician and an artist. How do you be able to care about my music? I, every single human can take something away from a book about belonging because it is it is a true thread that that lasts all of our lives. I really believe that every single sort of Um, negative influence in our life from gun violence, to terrorism, to political strife, to suicide, ladders down to our lack of belonging. And so we all need to belong. We can all take so many ways. As an individual, you read this book and um, you'll be given tools, very step-by-step handheld tools for exactly what to do to find your tribe. Um, And then the second thing is if you are building a large scale community, I go into much more detail and exactly how we built Daybreaker um, and, and I divulge all of our secrets in this book as well so that anybody who wants to create their own community can have the blueprint as well. Yeah.
0: So uh, can you share some, like, great stories of people within your community that, that's really touched your heart because of what you've been able to create? Oh, my gosh, where do I begin? Um,
1: yes, one of, I mean, of course, one of the the, the ones that sticks very close to my heart is, is a is a guy, is, is a gentleman came up to me after Daybreaker and he said, um, he said, you know, Daybreaker, I've been coming here. This is my seventh time coming and the level of inclusivity and acceptance that I feel here has given me the courage to come out to my family. So this morning after Daybreaker, I picked up the phone and I called my my parents. I told them I'm gay and I just, I just, and he cried on my shoulder. And I just remember I remember saying to him, thank you for having the courage. Thank you for coming here and experiencing this level of connection and connectivity and, and for waking up and saying yes. I mean, 90% of these transformational moments are happening from people just saying yes to doing things and not being afraid and caught inside of their own stories. Mm. So, um, so much of community building and making friends comes with courage. You have to be courageous to constantly be putting yourself out there because there's so much around self-help today that takes you inside of yourself, and of course, that's beautiful to a point. But so often we get caught in ourselves, trapped inside our own personal development and self-improvement, that we forget that actually the key to happiness and health and wellness, um, and longevity in life, you know, is to be making friends and creating community. And that when we work on ourselves, it's actually to work on ourselves to find the inner peace, so that when we so that we're radiating the authentic version of ourselves. So that we can actually attract people who fill us up yes. right so we are feeling so connected to ourselves so authentically and who we are that we are now attracting the people who give us wings and that's exactly what happened to me i was reflecting a version of myself that i thought my parents wanted i thought society wanted i thought my investors masculine world wanted and then all of a sudden i realized wait a minute this is not who i am i started reading the feminine strength that i am that i have i started radiating the authentic version of of, of who I am and, and all of a sudden the dream friends just started appearing out of nowhere. And and that's just what happens. But it starts with you, but then the generosity spirit to go out to go find those friends. And then um and then the and then again it's generosity of energy and the courage to do it. Generous and courage. Generosity and courage.
0: But I and I I completely understand how difficult it is. I mean I moved from my hometown like was a country town in Australia to Sydney when I was 18 I didn't know a soul and then I moved from Sydney to uh to San Diego when I was 40 Um, and then I used from went from San Diego to LA and of course you know you're moving into these huge cities, which is what I love about how you do the daybreaker in big cities. Because I think more like more than anywhere else, this is a place where we really truly need that connection. Um, I love how you have the hug lines on the way in um, and how you really encourage uh, connection at the events themselves. Uh, Because we do, we live in a digital age, we live in an age where social media and the amount of friends we have on social media um, it, it sort of equates to how we see ourselves, and it equates to our self worth. Um, so, being able to do something like this really helps to to flip that coin, so that we can actually have true connection, which is what life's all about.
1: That's it. That's it. You know, it takes eighty hours to make a real friend to call somebody a friend, whereas mm-hmm. it takes one second to like someone's photo. You know, so so it's it's a very interesting thing to um, you know to think about, sort of. It takes patience too, to make a friend, to be able to follow up with them. So I have a whole chapter in my book on 10 foolproof ways to nurture your community. Cause maybe you might meet somebody somewhere, but then how do you nurture that friendship over time, right? How do you keep that friendship going? And that's some of the things that people don't know how to do. And one of the things of course I talk about in that chapter is of course, the biggest gift that we can give to our friend is our, is our presence and, and their gift of listening and our gift of attention to put our phones down at lunch table Put our phones down when we're together and just be full. I put my phone on airplane mode when I'm with my good friends to really connect with them meaningfully. I've I've deleted Facebook from my phone as well. Um, I'm ve- I have a, lo- a lot of these tips and tricks I have in my book as well of how I've I've set up my life and created boundaries for myself so that um so that I'm not distracted by the slot machine that is our cell phone. Our cell phones are these digital slot machines that we carry in our pocket, and these app developers have figured out that the ding. Is an addictive sound that makes you want to go and look at your phone. So you're, you know, it takes 15 minutes, they say, to get to go from being distracted back into flow state. And so it's a very, um, it's a very sort of beautiful device in your pocket that gives you access to unlimited knowledge, unlimited sort of access to other humans. But it, it also requires that we define and create boundaries for ourselves. And right now it's like giving a five-year-old keys to Maserati without giving them any instruction on how to drive a car. So it's um, it's really on each and every one of us to educate each other, educate ourselves, define our own boundaries, create a contract for ourselves. Like what I, my partner and I have done is we've created a contract, a love contract even, that says, you know, twice a week we're going to have sex, and once a week we're going to clean the house, and you know we've we've really created these boundaries for ourselves. And it sounds prescriptive, but in today's in today's sort of world, we, when it comes to all the distractions that exist, we have to commit to to that for ourselves, and that way we can give to each other even more meaningfully and authentically.
0: No, I agree, and uh, I love how you you know you've put this book together. And honestly, if you're watching this show and you're feeling a little disconnected, you know you've gone through a transition. You know uh, whether that is you know a transition in work or where you live, or you know your kids have gone to college or whatever that is. Um, you know, belong is going to be an amazing book to really help you find your community, find people that have you know similarities to you, find where you. Where you belong and really can uh, create a you know a life of love and, and connection. So, uh, Radha, thank you so much for being with me today. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Uh, Natalie, it's been so
1: fun, and I wish you. You know, you, I feel like the fact that you had the courage to go from Sydney to San Diego at forty, start all over. That's the kind of stuff that. That's why I wrote this book. Is for you. Is for all of those sort of community members who have the courage to move to a new city, but then they they land and they're like, oh right, I have to start the friend thing, how do I do it? And so, um, yeah, your courage to to do that, to be an explorer of the world, makes your life richer. And then now to have friendships at every level of of these new moments in life is is even more, is even more um, exciting and meaningful, so. Awesome.
0: So where can we send people to connect with you and get their hands on the book?
1: Absolutely, so you can connect me. Um, I'm on Instagram, always um, answering questions at love.rada, L-O-V-E dot R-A-D-H-A. And then to learn about the book, it's at belongbook.com. And then if you want to come dance with us at Daybreaker, we're launching San Diego actually in a few weeks. We're um, in, t- in 15 US cities. We're 23 cities around the world. So you can go on daybreaker.com. You can find your city in the drop down menu. Put your email address in. And you'll start getting our secret invitations. Because we don't do any advertising. It's all word of mouth.
0: That's wonderful. Well, thanks again, Rada, And uh, congratulations on the book and everything that you're doing. Uh, you're a rock star. It's great to sit down. You so much, Natalie. You're the best. Awesome. So, guys, I encourage you to please help us get the word out and share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, also, don't forget to click the banner or the link below this video so you can go straight through to Radha's website and um, find out more about her and get your hands on the book. And after all of that is over, don't forget to click the link below that so you can download the free big ebook version of my best selling book Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.